and as I said there's this large double door that has the uh, crest that you guys saw above you might want to oh you did okay you did the good thing Julie do the thing I do not get that reference you haven't watched Legend of Korra the yeah, best character in, in Korra was this genius crazy inventor called Varric and assistant that like just knew what he always wanted to do he would just say Julie do the thing and she would just like go off and do something and be like yeah okay like Mr. Smithers well, no, but like, imagine if someone just told you to do the thing and it was like complex, like he would just be like, do the thing. And she would go and like fix a machine and he'd like bring him back like a specific part that she would take out of it and be like, yeah, this is exactly what I needed. And he would just like go off with it and you'd be like, and then they, I'm sure it's better in the show. Than the You're an ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the audience will appreciate my fly reference. That's true. It's probably the only reference we have so far. So I got to leave that fly. shit in. All right. <laughs> Would you prefer I would have gone with dope or money? <laughs> Hashtag dope sauce. Thug life. All right, gentlemen, what are we doing? We're running. Gonna run up the hallway. I'm going up the hallway. And uh, do we know what the symbol even is? It's a door symbol. Um, <laughs> no, it was described as something else. Yep, the symbol, it's the crest that you guys saw um, up above on the tapestry, and you saw it on some of the walls in the first... Uh, or you saw it on the door in the first room that we started on tonight when you guys first went into that hallway. I see. Did anyone make like a history check to see what the fuck it is? Or We or know what the crest is, but we don't know exactly what the door is. Yeah, you're talking about the crest, uh, Blake? Yeah. I yeah. It was the crest of Vanamir and Lethian Goldenock, the tower's original owners. See? All right, I pushed open the door without hesitation. Perfect. The centerpiece of this 20-foot-high room is a monstrous stone cauldron nearly 5 feet tall and 10 feet in diameter. Black, fetid tar fills the cauldron to the brim. Surrounding it are seven piles of goblin skulls. Each pile contains skulls painted a specific color. Four statues depicting elf warriors and human warriors stand atop daises in the corners of the room. 15-foot-high iron doors stand closed to the west. Uh, so what are the different colors? I guess I'll walk in. Cha. Alright, let me. I'll read off the colors, then I'll mark them. Okay, uh, so we can start thinking. Yes. Uh, the piles of goblin skulls. Each pile contains goblin skulls of a specific color. Black, green, red, gold, purple, white, and blue. So I'm going to start marking them. Black, green, red, white, gold, purple, blue? Yes. Uh, step one, I guess, look at the statues. Do they have any colors? Are they just beepity boops? What's going on? Um, there are six foot tall statues. And like I said, they're just large depictions of uh, elf or humans. They're not, they're not colored. Are all of them different? The two elves uh, look the same. The two human ones look the same. The color, are colors, does the crest have colors? Is it purple and yellow? Yeah, what colors with the crest? Good. Check out the big brain on tour. There you go. Uh, the crest, you guys were asking about? Yes. The crest depicts a two-headed golden hawk against a shield of purple and black. Gold, purple, black. We have all those colors, right? We do indeed have those colors. Let's uh, each of us grab one of those three. 
purple and black and gold and drop them all in at the same time? Yeah. Is that what you guys are doing? Or are you yeah. just talking about it? We're That's what it. we're doing, baby. That's okay, funny. so who's going to do it? We'll stand over here. I'll do this one. I mean, we can each drop one, right? Yeah, that's yep. what I'm saying. Just so we need to be three people right. to fire it off. Uh, I'll grab a uh, black. Gold. So you guys drop the three skulls in, and the iron doors open. The large iron doors to the west uh, open up. Hmm, paltry! I kind of thought that would take a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, I don't have an animation to open that door, so just use your brains. I like the gates and fallout pretty <laughs> Okay, so you guys are going to see a massive area here if I do it. And you, should see, you must just see some words at the top to help with the description, but I'm going to give you a, a description first before we read that. The iron doors part loudly drawing you into a great vault illuminated by stone-rimmed wells of belching fire. At the far end of the vault, broad steps climb 15 feet to a platform supporting two stone sarcophagi and a pair of braziers. Statues of armed warriors stand at the base of the steps, to either side of which is a raised galley 20 feet above the floor. Zombie yellow... No, I'm sorry, not zombie. Skeleton, skeleton dwarves stand silent in the vault, reeking of death. Behind them, at the top of the stairs, a human wearing a golden mask, shaped like a skull, limps forward, drawing a crimson orb from the folds of his black robe. His voice is hollow and hateful. He says, this tomb will be yours unless you leave now. Oh, wow, we have a chance to negotiate. What are the red and blue things? I mean, like, labeled on our map, there are two enemies that are sitting on the stairs that do not look like dwarves to me? Nope. Um, What you see there is you see two large... Like wolves, wolf dogs. Are they alive or dead? They are alive. But not alone. Do we even attempt to negotiate with this gent here? Smash and grab. Oh wait, zombie dwarves? I think they might already yeah, be dead. I think they're all they're all dead. Alright, so I'm gonna be standing right here. So is this what is this is this a lever you got, Mark? That is a large lever, yes. Probably for the doors, because there would be no way to open the chamber from the inside. So uh, just to just to make it clear, there's this walkway that's leading up to the stairs, the sarcophagus, and this large room, and then there's stairs to the right and left that lead up up above. It's sort of like a gallery kind of thing on the side. So you guys will be that is like twenty feet up in the air. If that makes sense. I'm trying to quick break. check. Is this giant vet of tar? What's it called? Attached to the ground. It's on the ground. It's not attached. It's you would guess that this thing is incredibly heavy. If you're thinking about picking it up, it's so. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I can move it with mage hand. <laughs> yeah. Was it like five pounds? Yeah. <laughs> a small bit at a time. Um. We don't have to move it. We just have to tip the tar in the general direction of these dwarfs. So, are you guys gonna say anything to this man, or he's he's sort of staring? He's like, "Come on, guys, what's the deal? <laughs> uh, Get out of here." Let's see. I mean, what do you want to say to him? Do I do we threaten him? Do we persuade him? Maybe we can get him to work with the town and help with the excavation. Plenty of people die from natural causes. I'm sure he can work something out. I don't know if the family's okay of having their like loved ones resurrected as skeletons. Yeah, I want to go with. Uh, I don't see much opportunity to negotiate here. I'm gonna try and negotiate. All right, feel free. Anyone, we have no quarrel with you. We're looking for a few dwarves that must have wandered in your territory. 
Is there any way you might be able to show us where they are? He sort of glances at the skeletons in front of him. He's like, I haven't seen any dwarves. So then you won't mind if we take a look around? No, you can't come in. Leave now, or I will kill you. <laughs> uh, let us look around. So you're saying negotiation has failed. So um, he turns, he turns, and he begins muttering and shaking the red orb at the sarcophagus next to him. And then um, you, uh, does anyone speak Elvish? I think one of you does. I speak Infernal. Infernal? That actually, uh, that'll work also. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what? no. Yeah, no, he, uh, you hear him uh, curse. He uh, he basically curses, uh, just like, drops some F-bombs in Infernal. Who the thing? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. He turns back to you, he's like, leave. It's not working. <laughs> I guess he fails at resurrecting the dude. <laughs> uh, can I say to him, Infernal, having some trouble there, buddy? This this never happens. This this is this doesn't happen to me. I'm sure it doesn't. Alright, well, we're at about 120 feet. I'm going to go fire an Elder's class at this guy. Alright, so we are going to start combat. So let's do initiatives. Um, you guys can see that on your map, you see there's two of the skeletons. There's the purple one and the yellow one. They have ranged weapons. The rest of them have axes or short swords. They're only. Oh, finally! 24 initiative! Guys, I can actually hurt things now with my crossbow before I really couldn't hurt anything. So, expending inspiration immediately gives me advantage? Yes, on any save or attack roll or skill check. Does anyone have knowledge arcana on skeletons or anything? Nope. I have knowledge of the arcane. Give us um, uh, what potential vulnerabilities undead things have. It's a good thing we all have lots of options with our weaponry. You can use the flat of your blade. Uh, I think we have the um, 1996 World Shillelagh Champion. On our team, so that my my attacks are also magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance. But vulnerability allows you to do double damage, so pretty sure skeletons have vulnerability to bludgeoning. And you're you not use punch. the flat of your sword is not the same as using a bludgeoning weapon. Like, just isn't a great sword. You're saying a great sword cannot be used. I have a long sword, and and, and no um, a great sword. Either. Well, you're lame. What you don't think the the weight on They're a great sword would like unless you're bashing with the pommel. Oh, dude, have you ever seen uh, the Irish greatswords? They're like, literally have enough weight that you have to swing them, and they can go through three people's heads at once. Like, literally. You could just one, one swing. Heads, heads are soft. Well, greatswords are mainly used to like go around pikes and stuff. Should I try to inspiration and shoot my crossbow into his eye? <laughs> the, the necromancer? Is it worth? <laughs> I mean worth it hit him and do damage yes use your inspiration probably not uh, well it'll be a disadvantage because the range is so far i think here he's Sorry. actually 80 85 away so i'd have to get a little closer but i could actually just take a regular you shot just take him. a step yeah assuming your cost was still loaded from earlier it, it is i mean it's only been a couple seconds i'm assuming we killed the dudes we ran down the hallway we literally picked up a skull threw them in there and ran into her if you're in dungeon i would assume you had your crossbow loaded i really thought that rubber <laughs> you guys even discuss the horrible things that can happen. It's like a throw in. <laughs> you gotta remember, we're not like your other group. <laughs> we are smart, dude. The first time I have a copy of it with me, I took the crest. <laughs> like <laughs> next time, I just won't spoon feed. I won't we, spoon feed. That's fine. Don't, don't, don't have to. It's you just... sound a little salty, but we're gonna get it next time too. You're gonna have some elaborate trap. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Elios, what are you doing? I'm going to pop just inside so that I can fire my crossbow at uh, the gentleman across the hall. 
Oh, uh, you mean the, uh, the black-robed man? Yeah. And I'm going to try and shoot him right in the eyeball. Okay. His name is uh, Jerris, in case you guys ever felt like asking to make friends, but no. He never told us his name. That's metagaming. Although, I guess, didn't his underlings tell us his name? Whatever. Yeah, they did. And uh, he would have cover. Why? Because he's behind creatures. 20 feet. Creatures provide cover. It's just plus 2 to AC. It's not that bad. 20! Yes, 20 will hit him. Does it hit him in the eyeball? That's what I want to know. It will not hit him in the eyeball. It will not? It will not. What about the groin? It depends on how much damage you roll. (laughs) So you're almost now. You're okay with it. Nine damage. Get a little ahead of yourself. <laughs> Nine damage. And uh, I will pop back behind the corner. Oh, this crap again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shout, Lucky! <laughs> Lucky dog! Okay, so after Elios goes. Did anyone else roll initiative here? I did. I put myself in there. Ew, why did you guys all roll so low? We wanted to make sure that we were making the right decision. We wanted to give you a chance to not hit him in the eye. It was a valiant effort, I think. Okay, so the first dwarven skeleton, he is going to run, shamble towards you, and he's going to take a double movement, and that's going to be his turn. Just as a quick point of order, is this doorway four large or two large? Or ten feet or twenty feet, excuse me. The doorway in front of you guys is uh, twenty feet. Okay, so we need two people to check all the spaces for um, attack of opportunity. And then the man in the black, he says, uh, he says, Spike, Sprinkles, get them. And then the dogs come charging forward. Oh my god, I really wish I had a spell. Just one, one first level spell would do it. And then we go to Agra. <laughs> uh, because they range of Eldritch Blast so long, I'm just going to Eldritch Blast the uh, Necromancer guy. Okay. Druid, convert the doggies to our side. Sorry, only first level. Why do we even bring this guy? Does a 12 hit him? A 12 does not hit him. Do you want to move or anything? Oh, yeah. Well, I should... No, I don't have move, actually. You have burning hands, right? Let, let's... You got fire resistance, right? Let them pile up here, and we can just burning hands and unload. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. Foose? Foose. Let's see. I guess I'll just swing my sword at the skeleton directly in front of me. And I rolled a five. Natural one. Do you want to move it all? Do you want to flop to the ground? <laughs> no. Because the enemy is within five feet. It is Jaris's turn. I'm just mad. I know the rules. Right. He is going to cast a spell. He's going to cast it at Foos. Dang, I'm a dragon. Actually, he's he is not going to cast a spell at you. Yeah, he's an indecisive necromancer. Yeah, he's, uh, he's much too far away to cast that spell. Sucker. So what he's going to do... Sucks he's going to come, and he's gonna get. He's gonna crouch down behind the sarcophagus. <laughs> and he's just like, "Go away! I will kill you all! Oh, go get them, my minion!" And then a skeleton is going to shoot an arrow. So he is going to shoot his bow at Foos. Wait, which one? Purple and, one. Yep, purple one. And that's a nat twenty. Well, fuck you! What did we say that was? I rolled. You roll the damage die twice. Okay. That is going to be seven damage. Chug the potion. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Do potions still work the same way where you don't get the healing until you drink the last drop of the potion? Was that ever a thing? Yeah. I did not know that. That sounds like a thing someone made up once. Yeah, they're only an ounce. Yeah, I mean, they're so tiny. No, because it was like, because people were saying, oh, if you drink half a potion, do you get like half the effect or heal? And you're like, no, the rules say you have to oh. drink the whole potion. 
Well, yeah. So if you drink all, because Stephanie had it, she drank like all the potion except a drop, and then had that drop put into a tooth capsule that she could break with her teeth as a quick action. So it would just drink the last drop. Of Sounds potion. like a thing that was made up and was stupid. <laughs> and someone should have been like, no. Fifth edition does have like variant rules for mixing potions. I didn't read into them really yet. Like they have different effects, or things can go wrong, and you can poison yourself. Or if you drink a certain number of potions in like a couple rounds. But all right, so the next one is going to take a shot at Foose. Come on. Does an eleven hit you? No. Nope. All right, then kill Drake. The druid is up. I'm going to take out my, uh, I'm take out a herbalist kit. Actually, I'm going to take out my cook utensils. And uh, we clearly ate meat before. And there's some left for meat on it. And I'm going to use uh, animal handling to calm down the, wo- the wolf dogs. Okay. Or at least tell them not to bite us. Or like walk up so to this, them. Does this count as a skill check? It's a skill check. It's a skill check, okay. Animal handling, 16. I don't know if it actually does anything. If not, wolf just hits stuff. 16. So which wolf are you sort of talking to? The blue one? Or the one. I'm the just trying one? to calm down. So uh, it looks like it doesn't hate you quite so much. It doesn't like the look of your teammate still. We'll say that. Alright. Success. Nothing else matters. Okay, do you want to move anywhere? You want to stay there? I'll stay... I'll do this. Okay. And then we're back to the top with Elios. Okay, so I'm pretty sure psychic damage does not affect zombies. Well, these are skeletons. I mean... If you guys want to do a knowledge check, I can tell you guys some stuff about skeletons. I'll take a lot of checks, honestly. Arcana, religion... Oh, I got this shit. Arcana check. Alright, do I take the highest of the two? Nope, you take the the first one, because you don't have advantage. Oh, right. Okay, so 16... 16. So, yeah, you know all about skeletons. You know that they have vulnerability to bludgeoning damage, so they'll take double damage from that. They're immune to poison, and that's pretty much it. Alright, I relay this to the team. You say, punch them! So what was Elios doing? Uh, I don't know yet. I will. Hmm. Do you think it's best for me to start casting cantrips, or do you think it's best to reload my crossbow and keep shooting? What cantrips do you have? I have the Vicious Mockery. I have Dancing Lights. And I have Thaumaturgy. Yeah, please do Dancing Lights, because that's helpful. Well, you heard the man. <laughs> no, do a Psychic Mockery on the ones that are ranged, so they're not just sitting there fucking... If only these were, uh... If only these are Tiger Cats, instead of uh, Wolf Dogs, Dancing Lights and distract them. It's essentially a giant laser pointer. Yeah, so I'll cast uh, on the gold one. Oh, wait a minute. I don't think it's at the range is 60 feet, I think. Well, then Doom on some of the melee ones. Either way, things with disadvantage is going to be more helpful, I think. It's 60 feet. Uh, I'm short by a little bit, by about 15 feet. So yeah, um, I will hit... Do you want me to try and disadvantage one of the dogs? Oh. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So... I'm going to just try and I cast my, my wonderful mockery on him. Which dog are you casting out? I'm sorry. Bluey. Blue one? Okay. So I make a... It will With save. the roll. So does a 15 pass? Yep. Okay, so nothing happens to me then? Correct. All right, I'm good at this game. Did you want to do anything else? 
Um, I already moved. I already casted. Yeah. I'm just flute guy. Okay, so the skeleton next to Foose is going to swing at you with his sword. Yeah, assuming that one doesn't hit you. No. And then the other skeleton next to you. That's a little bit better. Does a 14 hit you? No. Was it a nat 14? It's a 1 in 20 chance to roll a natural 14, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> pretty pretty difficult to do. So uh, another skeleton runs through the door, and he's going to swing at Kildrake. That is a 14 also. Hits. That hits. That is 6 damage, sir. I want 2 hit points. I want so we're all going to die. Um, and this skeleton, he runs up, and you see the lever in front of him? He grabs it, and you can see that's a massive lever. It's about half the size of a man, and um, it's got a lot of rust on it. And he tries to push it, and it looks like he's getting it to wiggle free, but he doesn't quite move it yet. We might want to moving retreat into the hallway and try to bait them to go through all those traps. <laughs> so both of the wolves move closer behind the skeletons, and then it's Agra's turn. There's a more pressing things than that guy in the back. Yeah, I would think so. Right here and cast uh, Burning Hands. Okay. And the, let's see, 15 feet cone would hit the, skeleton, the northmost skeleton to Foose. Okay, so two skeletons and the red dog. So, you said dexterity check? Uh, dexterity check, yes. Okay, so the first skeleton, that is an 8. The second skeleton, that is a 7. And the wolf, that is a 10. What was the check? Uh, I believe it's 14. DC 14. So everyone's going to take some damage here. 13 damage. 13 damage? Yes, sir. Alright, so both those skeletons go down. Bones just blacken and just crumble. And my wolf, the wolf also goes down. There's a lot of singed hair. Um... I will give Blake inspiration. I want to. For saving our lives with his amazing fiery hands of justice. Or fiery hands of evilitude? I'm not really sure how it works with them. Yeah, we're not sure if Blake's evil yet. Okay. We're not sure if your character's evil yet, because you're a warlock. I'm not evil as a warlock. Okay. He's just, you know... Just made a deal with evil. Misunderstood. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't know. Is drinking a potion an action, or is it... Sounds like a full action. With another action. This is Diablo. You just hit it on the hotkey. Bloop, 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 bloop. I mean, you would have to, like, take one hand. No. Grab it from your belt. Pop the... Well, because pop the general the... philosophy is you can combine certain things with other actions. But it right. should say yeah. in the description. Drinking a potion or administering a potion to another character requires an action. Okay. Applying an oil might take longer as specified in its description. Of course it's going to take longer. you got to be sensual with it. I will cough my potion. I rolled the uh, 4 plus 2 6. So I'm back up 7 hit point. And I'll uh, okay. step forward. Second at least threaten that skeleton. But that's it. Isn't he already threatened by Alex? I want to be threatened by the dude who's not dying. Okay. It is the black-robed Jairus' turn, and he, uh, he saw some of the skeletons go down, despite hiding around the sarcophagus, and he decided he does want to get into the fray. He's going to start running down the stairs, holding up his robes, 
around his ankles as he does so. Does he trip? He does not trip. I'm sure you don't want to make a roll. Oh, man. He got a two, but he still didn't trip. <laughs> sounds, sounds like that time I uh, accidentally got kicked out of an online campaign because I had uh, tied the shoes of the bandit chief. <laughs> yeah, and he tried to jump at us and he tripped and fell. You got kicked out for that? Yeah. Because I was using a cantrip to uh, make the DM, like, I don't know who's the term I guess. I don't know. He's a shade DM. <laughs> oh, that didn't go how I wanted. <laughs> You're kicked out. The uh, the purple archer up uh, up top, he's going to shoot an arrow at Foos. I assume a 10 does not hit you. Nope. And the archer across the way from him is going to shoot at you also. Stop it. That's going to Fuck hit you. Fuck yeah. does... Does a 17 hit yep. you? 17 hits you. So. Your AC is 16, yep. right, Tor? Four damage. Okay. And then we are to Kildrake. Uh, Kildrake is a pop of potion. Okay. We hit two potions, right? So now they're gone. Yep. Yes. Uh, I will regain six. Okay. And, um... Punch him. You have a shillelagh, and they're vulnerable to shillelaghs. Pretty sure I don't have two actions. No, no two but actions. but the shillelagh. We're just gonna line up and uh, I no, I think I'll be okay here. Okay. Any deals? I will use my last instance of bardic inspiration and inspire uh, Agra with my amazing flute playing. So he can now, if he he can pop. What if he pops inspiration plus bardic inspiration? Doesn't. Do anything that I know of. That's lame. No, it adds a D6. The Bardic Inspiration yeah, adds a D6. Oh, it's not advantage. Okay, then yeah, why not? So, there you go, Blake. You pretty much have an, an in, and you can use the D6 after your roll, so. Okay. Okay, so you sing a song. Do you want to move it all? Um, hmm, to here. So, the skeleton that is in the room with you guys. He's going to swing at um, Kildrake again. Does a 16 hit your armor class? Yes. Two damage. And the skeleton that was working the lever, he gives up on that. And <laughs> he sees, oh, he saw that the other guys dropped down that were in front of him. And he moves up on Agra. That was a nat one. Probably should have stuck to lever work. <laughs> He's really not ready for the more advanced work yet. He's a temp. Uh, the wolf named Sprinkles moves up on Foose and is going to try to bite you. Shit. Fuck. Bardic Inspiration is a free action. A bonus action. Oh. What action do you want to take? I was just going to cast on the wolf. That's why I just remembered. I was just going to cast Vicious Mockery again. Go ahead. We'll do it. Just roll that that uh, wisdom. Oh, wolf name. Does a 14 pass? It does, so it didn't matter anyway. Okay. So the wolf tries to, tries to bite you. Uh, six is not going to hit you, I'm assuming. Nope. Agri, you are up. You could probably Steph kill the fucking skeleton. Uh, I don't know about that. It's, they take double damage against bludgeoning. You just got to hit it. Okay, I'll try. Are you cantrips left? I don't just blast with the rain pond, so it'll throw up an attack of opportunity anyway. You can't, like, five foot step back? Disengage is an action. Yeah, so um, I can't take another action after that. 
Well, punch time it, to do some punch juicy it, cube, punch Blake. It, punch it. Alright, I'll go punch it. I punched the skeleton with my staff. Okay. Strength applies to it, right? Yes. Yep, melee oh, weapon. Eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, yeah. that'll hit him. Yeah, bludgeoning damage, double damage. Anybody happen to know what the damage on the quarter staff is now? It's still D6, right? I thought it was a D6. I have it right here. Quarter staff is 1D6. Nice. So do we just multiply it, or do we easy roll to die? Oh, look, I get a 6. <laughs> oh, that's a uh, 14 damage to the skeleton. <sighs> yeah, so uh, Agra, you know... One minute he's just shooting fire out of his hands, and with his other hand he just whirls his staff over his head and just knocks the skeleton skull clean off, and it goes down. Do you want to say anything to your teammates that aren't helping? Or Wait, also Blake, did you take all your temporary hit points for felling four dudes? Uh, oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I don't think they stack, do they? There must be, yeah, there must uh, be a cap to it. Yeah, when you have temporary hit points and you get more, you just take the highest effect. Which is still fine. Okay, so then it's going to be Foos. Uh, let's see, I got a wolf and a skeleton next to me. Kill the wolf. The wolf's probably scarier. <laughs> I'll take the wolf. Okay. Does an 18 hit? An 18 does it. And 5 damage. Okay. So the black-robed man is going to cast a spell, and he's going to cast it at Agra. Uh. You're going to give me a wisdom saving throw as he casts Hold Person at you. No! Fucking three. Uh, three, okay. I'm not going anywhere. Nope. Can you still cast him your held? Uh, he is paralyzed for the duration, which uh. is concentration up to one minute. Oh, but he has to concentrate, so he can break yes, the concentration. Does. Okay, no problems. Then after that goes our skeleton archer. Oh, I forgot those archers are still there. Damn it. He's, uh, he's going to take a shot at you for forgetting about him. <laughs> does an 11 hit you? It does not. Get out of here. Not. And the other archer is going to shoot at Foos again. And uh, a nine is not going to hit you. Kildrake, back to you. Alright, I'm going to retaliate against the zombie that's been, uh, the skeleton's been hitting me. Okay. 19 versus AC. 19 will hit him. Hulk smash! Eight points of damage. It's bludging. I don't know if that matters. Oh yeah, it does matter. So that doubles. And uh, he is dead. Well, deader. deader. Demolish. Yeah, good point. He's re-dead. He's redeaded. Alright, skeletons are dropping like. Do you just want to remove them? or? I can't, yeah. No, they might have loot. I mean, it's getting a little cluttered. I was going to say the Necromancer might re raise them. That's a good idea, actually. Um, yeah, let's do uh, <laughs> right. I hate you, Blake! <laughs> uh, Blake right. just wants more XP. It's going to be these guys for a while. <laughs> Ilios. We are going to do this. One, two, three. Let me just count here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight is forty. Fifty. Yes, I can hit him. I will cast vicious mockery on him. On what is his name? Black robed man. Black robed man. His name is Jarvis. 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 Uh he gets he gets that wisdom. That's going to pass. That's a 16 without his bonuses. Womp womp. One, so hot two, that one tonight. three. It's my only cantrip left. Like. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do other things besides cantrips. I don't have a D10 cantrip like some people. <laughs> <laughs> so the wolf's going to attack. Who's that? I'm pretty sure is going to hit you. It's a 17. 
Okay, so when a wolf bites into you, you... Poop yourself. Roll an embarrassment check. Uh, when the wolf bites you, um, you must succeed on a DC 11 strength, saving throw, or be knocked prone. Saving throw. 19. So you don't get knocked prone, but from the damage, you're going to take 7 points of damage. Fuck you. Bite. You're dead. So that drops you to negative 4. Negative 3, right? There are no negatives. Option zero. Negatives are not a thing. And when we get to you, I'll have you read the death rules again one time. Just to rub it in? Yes. Please read the death rules, dead guy. Huh? <laughs> uh, Agra, you're up. Oh, my turn again? Isn't he paralyzed? Oh, yeah, you're paralyzed. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Does he get saved? They're not. No. Against paralyzation, not the death I wasn't sure if it was like... What are the ways you can break concentration on a... Uh... Hitting them. Okay. And just for the record, paralyzed, you're incapacitated and cannot move or speak. You automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws, and attackers have advantage, and any attack that hits is made from that is made from within five feet is an automatic crit. Someone should learn hold person. That's like level two or three. Uh, hold on. Trying to find the, the death stuff. Oh, here we go. Oh, I'll tell you, remember the rules for all live stuff, but this is dead stuff. Now he's all out. Drop zero hit points. You either <laughs> die or fall unconscious. Falling unconscious, zero hit points. Death saving throws. Oh, that's right. You just roll a d20. If it's 10 or higher, you don't die yet. You have to make three rolls or hit a nat 20. I rolled a 19. Okay. One success. Uh, one success. Okay, so then my... Prince Ali... <laughs> the black-robed Jerus, he is going to use spiritual weapon and drop his hold over Blake, or over Hagra. So he creates a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration, and uh, on a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus spellcaster ability modifier. Huh. So there is a little flying sickle that I will make in a minute here. But for right now, it is going to attack Agra. Where is it? He, he can make it 60 feet away? Yep. Wow. That's actually the exact range of it. So does a 15 hit you, Agra? Uh, I'm stunned. I can't move. I don't have an AC. He dropped it. He no. dropped it to cast a new spell. Okay, yep. and then it hits me. Okay. So the spiritual sickle hits you for 7 damage. Oh, my pride. Does the sickle move into... How does its turn order? Like, is it goes the same time as him, or does it have its own initiative? As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon um, and repeat the attack against a creature within five feet of it. So it's a bonus uh, action on his turn. Okay. So I'm not frozen anymore. But... You're not frozen anymore. Cool. All right. Next goes uh, one of the skeleton archers, and he's going to take a shot at Kildrake. Does an 11 hit you? Does not. Does not. The next archer, let's take a shot at Agra. That is going to hit you. That is a 19. Four damage, sir. I'm at zero. What does this mean? Okay, that means that on your turn, you're going to make death saving throws the same way Foos is. You're at zero even with your temporary hit points? Yep. Damn. Kildrake, you are up. Alright, what... Is that the dog still biting? No. Attack, but didn't latch on. Yeah. Okay. 
Is he the one that is quote-unquote friendly with me, or that's the other one? Yeah, it is the one that is uh, friendly with you. So he'll let me pass by? In theory. Alright. Quick look, see if he looks like he'll let me pass? Does it look like he's still, uh... I mean, you guys aren't like best buds or anything, but he doesn't look like he's gonna bite you. And uh, right now, Thus is wishing he had rolled a druid. Okay, I'm gonna try walk past him first. Okay. Yep. He ignores you. Ignore might not be the right word, but he allows it. Alright, I'm gonna... There's... So, both Tony and... No, both um, Fus and Agro are down. Correct. And... Elias is playing crossbow. I think there's only one way to go. I'm gonna do both moves. Alright, and that's end my turn. Alright. So, uh, Kildrake charges into the room towards the black-robed man. Elios? Mm. Cover me. Mm, okay. If the, uh, the dog you said is alive, right? The dog yes. is alive. So I can move here and still cast on the dog. And then I'll cast Vicious Mockery on the dog. Okay. That is a six. For Ha-ha! I will roll my damage. My massive damage! For one psychic damage, <laughs> and he has disadvantage. All right, so one damage to the wolf. Do you say anything uh, horrible to the wolf? He'll never be able to. He'll never get fresh meat again. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So after Elios goes the wolf, and uh, he didn't like that you said that to him. And he's going to charge at you. So his first roll. Is it 11? And his second roll is is a 13. Does that hit you? Or the, I guess it's the 11. 11, so. 11 misses. 11 misses. Agra. How's he looking, by the way? He's taken one plus, I guess he took three damage some other time, I think. Um, he's looking uh, He's looking pretty hurt. I mean, not like on Death's Doorway or anything. Unarmed damage from a medium creature is D6, right? No, there's no way it's a D6. 24, if it's a monk, it'd be a D4. So, Blake, you're going to roll a d20. 10 or higher, that counts as a pass. Or a save. 10. Okay. So you're not any closer to death. Boos. Oh, my turn. Boos. Position heal thyself. Natural 20. He gets back up. No, I don't get back up. Really? You get 1 HP. Oh, yeah, you do. You immediately that's pass. That's right, I do. That's <laughs> right, I do. Well, that's not how it works, though. If you Normally, if you stabilize, you just stabilize. You don't get up. But if you roll a 20, you gain one hit point. So yes, I get up. <laughs> He's back in the fight. Yes. So I don't know, like the the smell of uh, blood in the air or something gets your dragon to battle. <laughs> no, my honor is my life. And because I have honor, I have life. There we go. Some shit like that. Don't question my circular life. <laughs> so um, Kildrake, the uh, black robed man, he looks at you. And he pulls out a long curved dagger. He says, Let this be our final battle. (laughs) (laughs) He charges at you. I will take the time to say, Really? That's what you're going with? Uh, And he he gets a six. (laughs) No. No. I hope you literally cave his skull in with your shillelagh. (laughs) Like. Uh, so one of the skeleton archers is going to shoot at Elios. Does a 12 hit you? Nah, just by one, I win. I have 13 AC. Alright, the next skeleton archer. That's an 11, so I know that misses you. 
<laughs> I am unhittable. Kildrake, you are up. I'm going to cave his skull in. All right. Do I get the chance to cave his skull in? Uh, what'd you get? I get a 19. 19, that hits. All right. And I'm rolling my damage. I did seven points of cave skulling damage. Cave skulling? If he has magical resistance, I ignore it because I have a magic weapon. So you don't quite cave his skulling, but you do club him straight in the face, and uh, you know, just a big gash opens up over his eye. Uh, I do not wish to move away from him. Actually, how far is Tony? Uh, he 5, is. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, I'm good here. Okay, so then it's going to be Alios. Okay, so switching weapons will provoke an attack of opportunity, correct? No. Really? Hmm. But can I attack Better. after I do that? Handling your weapons is integrated into your actions, because 5th edition is easy. Oh, this is so nice. Since my crossbow isn't loaded, I'll switch to my daggers. Okay. And here we go. Oh, wait. Let me I fire the crossbow bolt once. I gotta decrease my main hand attack. 16 hit. Wow. Against the wolf? Yeah, it does. Okay. And my other dagger is a three, so that's not going to hit. Uh, one damage. One damage. Again. So you're just ticking away at this wolf. Ah, it's the wolf's turn. How long does his disadvantage last from your uh, your spell? It's on his next roll, so did he roll already once to try to attack me? He already did, yeah. Okay, so then it's back. Okay. He's normal again. So, does a 21 hit you? Yeah. My AC is not quite a 22 yet. So you're going to give me a DC 11 strength saving throw or be knocked prone? (laughs) Uh, That's going to be interesting. 16! Oh, yeah! So you are negative one. (laughs) You are going to take five damage, though, sir. Ha! I'm still alive at one HP. (laughs) Small parties at one HP. Uh, all right. Let's not get hasty. Blake is at zero. Yeah, sure. Pretty sure Alex is at like four. <laughs> so, um, actually, uh, Blake, Agra, it is your turn. You're going to roll a saving throw again. Yeah. Come on, natural 20. Pop up, baby. Come on. Wait. Ten. Can he use his inspiration on a saving throw? Now that I'm down, it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> well, he, 10 passed anyway, so unless he wanted to go for the 20, it wouldn't be. No. Foos? Uh, let's see. Get the fuck back in the fight, soldier. Right before down that fucking wolf's throat. Yeah, charge out here and punch that wolf. Come I on, I kind of want to just shoot it from where I'm standing. That's fine, too. As long as I'm freed up to, like, move and cast. I want to move here and shoot at the wolf. They're hiding behind me? I'm already there. <laughs> I'm hiding next to you. He's hiding using the wall. Can you just stand on my square, dude? No, I'm going to pick you up later. You pull the lever and lock me out and I die. I don't... I think that's what that lever does. <laughs> anyway, bow, bow, bow. I uh, rolled a 19. A 19 will hit the wolf, yes. Or five damage. Five damage. Yes. So you shoot a wolf. Uh, shoot a wolf. Yeah, you shoot an arrow into the or bolt into the wolf's butt, and um, it goes out his stomach, and he dies. Watch out! Classic butt stomach bolt. Mm-hmm. I shoot arrows. Then, um, Jarus, he takes another knife swing at, uh, Kildrake. Does a 14 hit you? It does. It does. You are going to take four damage as his dagger sinks into you. Alright. And then, uh, his spiritual weapon, which I forgot about, 
we're gonna represent. He's too busy uh, telling Owners. me that it's a final battle. <laughs> no, no, not to me. How far can it move? So actually, he took damage last turn. Did he uh, concentrate on his spiritual weapon? Does it require concentration? I don't know. It seems like it does. Spiritual weapon, just most, most conjurations do. Um, a lot of them do, but not all. It says that spiritual weapon. It says duration one minute. It's a concentration. Then it doesn't. Okay. Wow, that's a good spell. So his spiritual weapon. Who to attack? Far can it move? It can move. You're right. It can move twenty feet. So it can't, ha, move that can't far. even get to me. So it's gonna move up to Foose, and it's gonna swing at you. Uh, and a nine is not going to hit you. So now we have archers. They're gonna shoot at Elios. A twenty-three is going to hit you. Say la vie. Three damage, sir. You are down. The other archer is going to shoot at Kildrake. A five is going to miss you, Alex. Mm-hmm. And then it is your turn. I'm going to cave the skull in again. Okay. 26. Yeah! Yeah, 26 will hit him. Seven points of cave skulling damage. Is the skull caved in? His skull is still not caved in. He is looking very beat up, though. Elios, you owe me a death saving throw? Yep. Ten. Yes. I'm going to keep rolling tens on this. <laughs> Chinny chin chin, my friend. <laughs> All right. Agra, your turn. Does that mean I die? No. So you have two successes and your first failure. All right. If you roll three successes, you stabilize. Three failures, you die. Oh, okay. And then we go to Foos. You could use your Bardic Inspiration to boost that up and pass and stabilize if you want. I would wait to your last roll, yeah. I guess. Hold on a minute. But what if his last roll is more than six away? I mean, statistically, he'll roll higher than a four, but, you know, now that I said that. I'm going to go ahead and shoot at uh, Necromancer Guy. I don't know if the spiritual weapon can take attack of opportunities. Uh, it doesn't have a brain. How can it, like, know? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, because it says on a bonus action on your yeah, turn, you can move the weapon and attack. It's not a sentient thing. Okay, so yeah. Who are you shooting at? I'm sorry. The uh, Necromancer. The guy on the ground! I Jarvis. hate him! <laughs> yeah, the purple guy right in front of me. Uh, 18. 18 will hit him. And 9 damage. Oh my god, did we actually pull this out? <laughs> he is still not quite dead. Uh, the, oh, arrow, fuck? the arrow, the bolts, um, literally goes through his eye and is sticking into his skull. And he is just screaming and holding it with one hand while he waves the dagger blindly at Kildrake, trying to keep him back. Wait, have we turned before I did? What was that? Yeah, I shot him with the crossbow bolt to start off. How much? Hmm. Do you remember? Uh, We can scroll back and I can see it. What's your average crossbow damage? Like four? Four It's more than average. It's It's like five, right? Uh, the first damage that he had was either a 9 or a 7. I can't quite tell. Uh, I did 7 to him, so... I did, I did 7 to him twice. That's 14. One Plus, pack. that's 9. That's I did 9 to him for the first. This fuck has at least 31 hit points. 32 hit points. That is correct. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, since you did the math, he has taken exactly 32 damage. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> and it is his turn. Yeah, let's see here. He um, uh, he's not liking this at all. He is going to try to cast a spell. That that's gonna provoke, which I'm okay with. Uh, it does not in and of itself provoke. Oh, it doesn't anymore. No, really? I would have cast a spell before this. 
So he's going to try to cast Inflict Wounds. He's going to make a melee spell attack against a creature you can reach. On hit, the creature takes 3d10 necrotic damage. What? What? Oh, you should have negotiated with him. So that's a nine. Sweet Jesus. Do you realize you could have killed Alex outright? You could have just... <laughs> my character has been deleted. I just have to rip off my sheet. You had a lot of hammerages, but have just killed him outright. Just, just for... Uh... Just for curiosity's sake, I'm going to roll 3d10 real quick. Six, <laughs> one, and nine. So you, 17. Yep. <laughs> you would have been... In, in, you realize that 13 damage, 13 hit points, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Right, so if you take more than 13, you would have immediately died. Hey, that's his... Uh, that's inflict light, inflict light Wounds. That's a level one spell, guys, so feel free to grab that soon. Inflict Light Wounds? I can't pick it up, or else I would have it. Jesus. <laughs> Archer's gonna clean up here. Yes, that. See you guys. That is gonna hit you, sir. Minimum points of one damage. Two damage. See you guys. And the second archer can't quite see Foos hiding around the corner. So then we go to kill Drake. All right, that's a. I failed the first one. Okay, so that's an eight. Then we go to Alios. <laughs> that's a fail. That is a fail. But it's not a critical fail. Thank God. Agra. I get six. So that's two fails and two passes for you. Yes. Do you want to use your uh, inspiration or anything? Uh, no, I'm the last roll. I'll save it. Okay. Foos? Uh, I'm going to shoot it. Shoot it necromancer, man. <laughs> We're getting down to all the marbles here. To paint the picture, three of you guys are down. You have one hit point, and the bad guy I've already given away has one hit point. And there's two skeletal archers that have not been taken, that have not taken any damage. So take the shot and then go back behind cover. 16 hits. 16 hits and the last bolt slams into his chest and he just sort of crumples to the ground and dies. Get the fuck out of me, Tony. Get behind the set. Does the magic animating the skeletons disappear? Uh, if you look on your map, you'll see that the skeletons have dropped and they fall, crumble to the ground dead also. God, that's how you win. That is how you win. No, hold on. So you want to loot the bodies and just throw your friends into these braziers? <laughs> hey, Foose, you totally know that I have a herbalist kit that helps pe- that gives you a uh, gives you bonus when you try to do a healing roll. I want to smother everyone. <laughs> smother up with your fucking healing potion, dude. I used my healing potion. Oh, who else has the healing potion? You can just get them. Up. Alex used his too. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's. Uh... We should have taken a long rest. This combat would have been quite so hard had we not. Yeah. It's okay. Fairy fire have been really nice here. I guess I just have to roll checks to stabilize all of them. I don't know how you want to handle that. Yeah, uh, yep. he'll, he'll check. It's not really covered well, so. It's not? The check itself is covered, but like outside of combat time, it's not. So I guess you just want to do each one as a round. Yeah, yeah, sounds fine. All right, well, anyway. Uh, what is the DC, like a 10 or a 15? 10. Okay. All right, like first. <laughs> What'd you get? Six. So that means that means Blake has to roll his death roll, right, by himself. Yep. Uh, yes. But is that after Kai does it, or is it during my turn? I think the way it works is he's going to try and stabilize you. Then we all have to make a roll because that's going to count as a round, right? Okay. Yeah. So what does the bard inspiration do that he gave me? You can roll an extra d6 on any number. Okay. And I don't have. I can't take the advantage. You have two separate things. You have inspiration. And you have Bardic Advantage. So the Inspiration will let you roll 2d20s. 
oh, bardic cool. advantage will let you add one d six to one of those rolls. And you don't need to use inspiration if you don't need it after you roll the two d twenty. Just bust everything. Don't die. <laughs> uh, well, they, they both they both pass individually, so he's okay. Yeah, so it's three three passes. So now so uh, Alex and I both roll. Uh, I fail again. Alex passes, though. So, Tor, okay. I'm the next person who you should try to stabilize. <laughs> Tor, you failed okay. twice? Yeah, I failed twice. And I have one success. Alright. So now we're back to you. I'm gonna die, and then I'm gonna cry myself to sleep tonight. Like, literally, I hate dying more than everything. So, we're just, we're not gonna do those rolls tonight. We're gonna leave this until next time as a little cliffhanger to see if you and Alex survive. Are you a troll? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. No, it won't be any fun at all. <laughs> oh, no problem. I'll draft up into Kecker by then. Don't worry about that. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I'm calling it right now. Everybody's going to die. And we'll see if you guys can actually make it to level two. I'm going to fail all my checks. And then a goblin's going to come out of the corner and shank me. <sighs> You're like, uh, I'm going to roll and live. And you're like, by the way, there was one more skeleton. He stabs you in the heart. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Oh, speaking of which, I had to go Google whatever that fucking word was used on Facebook, and I was really pissed about it. What, me? Yeah, you. I was like, what the Wait. fuck is this motherfucker talking about? Which word? Truncate? Is the word truncate? Truncate. Yeah, it means to cut short. Like, Nobody says that. Nobody says that. You actually made... I mean... It makes less... In that sentence, it makes less sense than if you had just said cut short. You're getting a slew of big words next week. You are going to get so many words. You're going to be like stopping the party every two minutes. Be like, I got to look up this word. You better bring a thesaurus. Um, are we going to be sponsored by a by Webster? You better bring a thesaurus. Webster. You better bring a dictionary. <laughs> Tim's like, why would a dinosaur help?